0: How how are you up there? I know, understand now why Pip waved when she stood down here. Just um, in case you weren't aware, um, we're having all in today, so we've got children of all ages all the way from, I was just about to say, so I was going to say six, seven weeks all the way up to 99. <laughs> I would have never said that. Um, so, and um, so this weekend, next week we're all in, and then um, the seventh of November. The Vineyard Kids team are really excited about welcoming you guys back in to just have church for you, so you can do things that you don't, that you think boring grown-ups don't want to do. Um, and you're going to be meeting in a new room. So where the toilets are on this floor, the new Vineyard Kids room is on that floor too. One, one, one. <gasps> We can remember that. Who can count to one? I reckon even Zariah can count to one. One, one, one. That's all you need to remember. Okay. Um, oh, that's the number of the room that kids are going to be meeting in. Just to clarify. Okay. Um, can anyone tell me what this is? It's, it's not obvious because I'll shake it. Yes, it's a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, I didn't. It's because I can't hear people that have got masks on. I need a hearing test, <laughs> I think. It's a jigsaw puzzle, and um, look, it's got loads of tiny weeny pieces in. Um, do, does anyone like doing jigsaws? Oh, oh, okay. I have a real, a few, a few people up for it, a few people shaking their head. I have a love-hate relationship when it comes to puzzles. I think at Christmas, when you've got a bit of time off, a good time to do a puzzle. My issue is, is that once I've started, um, I can't do anything else until I've finished it. And sometimes they take days, don't they? So then I get frustrated. So I'd just rather not start in the first place. So unless they have only got four pieces and then... I am the puzzle queen. Happily do many puzzles like that. So um, I'm just going to take a few bits of this puzzle out. Because puzzle pieces are quite important, aren't they? Each piece of a puzzle matters. Because even if you're like me and you get slightly frustrated by puzzles, if there's a piece missing, there's nothing more frustrating, right? For those of you that love puzzles, all the puzzles need to be there. Each piece matters matters. And each piece is unique. Like in this box, there's 400 pieces and there are none exactly the same. Well, I'm saying that. I've not actually done this puzzle, so I don't know. But I'm assuming, like with most puzzles, each piece is unique. And they need to be unique in order to fit together to make the bigger picture. Each piece is absolutely needed because otherwise you can't see the picture and it means other bits don't fit, fit together with it. And that's the other thing about puzzle pieces, is they each fit together. Like I've got a bit here that's joined together. Each puzzle piece has to join together. Otherwise, it's not a puzzle and you won't get to see the full picture. Now, this puzzle, it doesn't have a picture to copy on the front, but don't panic. I know you can get puzzles like that where they just say, here's a whole load of random bits, put them together to make a picture. Why would you even do that? I'm like, no thanks, I need something to copy. So this one, is it has an insert of what your p- puzzle you're trying to make. Can any, can any of you read? Can any of you see this? It's a map. Can anyone tell me what the map is of? I just, oh my goodness, you've got supersonic eyesight. All good at guessing, yeah. It's a map of Chelmsford, you're right. So this is a puzzle of Chelmsford which I think is quite significant. Um, Will that go there? Oh, my beautiful assistant. You should have taken a picture to put it on the screen, sorry, didn't think that far ahead. Um, Each puzzle piece is part of a picture of the city of Chelmsford. And part of the reason that I have got this puzzle is because I want you, all of you, however young or old you are, at the end, to take a piece of this puzzle, which, <laughs> sharp intake of breath, <gasps> this puzzle will never be completed in its, origi- in its intended form. But the reason I want you to take a piece is because I want you to take a piece of this puzzle because each bit of the puzzle represents you and all of the people that are part of Champsville Vineyard that aren't here this morning. You matter just like one of these pieces of puzzle. If you're missing, we notice. If you're not here, we feel the gap. We, together, make up a whole picture. Just like each puzzle piece, you are unique. There's nobody in this room that is exactly the same. We each bring our own gifts, talents, abilities, personalities, callings. And together, we make up the family that is Chelmsford Vineyard. Each of you are needed just like you matter. You know, if we are going to be the church family that we believe God has called us to be, to be on a mission, then we need to do it together. Everybody in this room gets to play. We all contribute to the mission that we are on. Whether that's helping make Sundays happen, whether that's um, serving at Grow Baby, whether that's serving our city in some way, whether that's praying for people in your small group. This is not a one-man or a one-woman show. This is we all get to play. You are needed. You know, we can't wait to rebuild our teams, to regather, to create new teams that pioneer new things. And we each get to play in that. So we want to encourage you to join a team if you're not part of one already. Do come and speak to us. And just like puzzle pieces, I found a couple of more bits that are joined together. We are joined together, we're connected, and we know that over the last kind of 20 months, being connected physically in the same space has been tricky. And even going forward, there's lots of people not here because we know that they're either unwell, getting PCR tests, waiting for results, whatever it is. But we're still connected, we're still joined together, and it's by being joined together that we can create the whole picture just like um, a jigsaw puzzle. You know, Jesus said to his followers in John 13, we will be known by our love one for another. That we can only express love when we're in relationship. And we see that modeled in God because God is Trinity. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He is love, and that love is expressed in relationship. And we can only express love when we're in relationship rather than isolation. So, a puzzle piece joins together, it is connected. And you know, this puzzle is of Chelmsford. Well done, Hannah, for noticing, or for just having read my notes. Um, <laughs> we, are, we are a church that represents, yes, the city of Chelmsford, but also Malden, Ongar, Whitam, Braintree, like the surrounding towns. And we love that. And we, but we are, only a, we are ch- a church of only about 100. I know you might not look like, it might not look like that this morning. Um, but there are hundreds of thousands of people in Chelmsford and the surrounding areas that don't know Jesus. And so we exist for those who are not yet part of the fam- our church family. You might have heard it said that the Church of Jesus Christ is the only organization that exists for its non-members. Yes, we want to love one another. We want to be connected to one another. But we do that for the sake of those that are not yet here and connected. We have room to grow. We have seats for people to sit in. And aren't they comfy seats? I thought when I sat down. (laughs) So if we're going to complete this puzzle, which we're not, but if we were going to complete this puzzle, each piece is vital and needed. Each piece needs to show up. Uh, Otherwise, it will be incomplete And as I said, I'd love it if each of you would take a piece of this puzzle this morning. Take it, put it in your wallet, in your Bible, on your mirror, by your toothbrush, somewhere where you might see it every day to remind you that you are part of something, that you are part of this thing, this family called Champsford Vineyard. And if you're up for it, I'd love to invite you to take three more pieces. So I said that this is a 400-piece puzzle. There are about 100 people in Chelmsford Vineyard at the moment. Would you take three more pieces each to, to remind you to pray for three people that you're in relationship with that don't yet know Jesus? Maybe family, maybe friends, maybe work colleagues. Would you pray that they might encounter Jesus? Would you welcome them into this church family? Do you have faith, and this is a question I'm asking myself as much as you, do you have faith to see 300 people join our church in the next two years? If each of us, if the hundred of us that call ourselves part of Chelmsford Vineyard are, are committed to praying for and loving three specific individuals, just imagine what might happen. What if we prayed and invited them on a Sunday or invited them to Alpha or invited them to get involved in Grow Baby? If three of your friends or family said yes to following Jesus this year, what might the next year look like? We are in a unique situation. The last 20 months have changed people. People are more spiritually hungry than they've ever been because their worlds have been thrown upside down. The stability of kind of what normal life has gone. And we know, if we've said yes to Jesus, don't we, we know that He is the only rock on which we can build our lives. He is He is the only one that hasn't been thrown up in the air, confused, changed as a result of COVID. So as we regather, as we rebuild, as we step into all that God has for us, we need to remember that you need to remember, I need to remember that you matter, that you are unique, that you are needed, and that you are connected to us and to Jesus. And that this city, the towns, the villages that we represent, need us to live wholeheartedly for Jesus. Are you up for that? Now, I know that that's easier said than done, living wholeheartedly for Jesus. It's almost, it's quite easy to say it in this context on a Sunday morning when you're surrounded by other people that are going, yep, I'm going to do this. I'm going to live wholeheartedly for Jesus. But just to break it down, if we're going to do that, we need to follow Jesus. We need to engage our heads, our hearts, and our hands. You don't have to do jazz hands, just making a point. Um, following Jesus involves our heads because it involves saying yes to him and growing in our relationship and our understanding of him it involves our hearts and it involves our hands it absolutely involves our hands following Jesus is a doing word what's the proper word for that? you have no clue I need a primary school teacher a verb you know that right? I wasn't taught about verbs when I was at school they were doing words but following Jesus is a verb, it's an action, it's a doing word, it requires us to do something with our hands. Um, And the fourth century theologian Jerome said, do something so that the devil may always find you busy. You might have heard the phrase, idle hands. I can't remember the phrase, it's not in my notes. There's a phrase, isn't there? The devil makes work for idle hands. There you go. I think that's a take on what Jerome was saying: do something so that the devil may find you busy. Following Jesus, being a disciple means engaging our hands and our our heads and our hands and our hearts. It really matters. And we've been looking at the book of Mark, and Mark seven, Jesus. There's, it's quite packed. I'd encourage you to read it. Amongst casting out a demon and healing a deaf and a mute man. By the way, Jesus does that by sticking his fingers in his ears, spitting and touching the man's tongue. Not a model on how to go around praying for healing. Although if the Lord says... uh, We'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. So in in amongst Jesus casting out a demon and healing a deaf and a mute man, um, Jesus also has a big discussion with the religious leaders, so like the kind of the vicars of the day. And they're discussing how our hearts are. They're discussing the, what is going on in the hearts of the people around them. Because the Jewish leaders of the day were teaching tradition as God's law, and Jesus was challenging them on that. Jesus was explaining that it really matters the condition of our hearts. Not, as the Jewish leaders were saying, it didn't matter how they washed their pots and pans and their hands, although I will say It is important to wash your hands, particularly now. Um, But Jesus was saying, you know, you can wash your pots and pans and your hands however you like. What really matters is what's going on inside your heart. And if Jesus cared about this when he walked the earth, I can tell you that he absolutely cares about it now. So depending on how our hearts are will depend on how we live So how is your heart this morning? On the 24th of October, 2021, I almost forgot what year it was. How is your heart? Is it feeling angry? Is it feeling frustrated? Sad, confused, crusty, tired? Or are you feeling excited, full of anticipation, joyful? Are you feeling in love? Are you feeling numb? Jesus says in Mark 7, 20 and 21, that how we act will depend on the condition of our hearts. This whole discussion that Jesus is having states that our hearts are important and it affects how we live. You know, we all know, don't we, that we need our physical hearts to live. It pumps blood around our body That's about as far as my science goes. But I know that if your heart stops beating, you die. Our hearts are really important. And they're important physically as well as emotionally and spiritually. You know, what's going on in our hearts will affect what we think and what we do. It reminded me of Samuel in the Old Testament when he goes to anoint David, king of God's people. Samuel's going in, you can read it in 1 Samuel 16, and he's looking for a king. And he's thinking, tall, dark, and handsome, probably. I don't know. Probably someone that can fight, hold a sword, you know, wear armor. I don't really know what kings did back then, but he was looking for somebody and he couldn't find them. And God challenges him and he says, I'm not looking at the external appearance. I'm not looking about whether they're tall, dark and handsome. I'm looking for his heart. I want someone with a good heart. And David became known as a man after God's own heart. And 1 Samuel 16, 7, God says to to Samuel, man looks at the outside, but God looks at our hearts and that's, just, that's exactly what Jesus is saying in Mark 7. He's saying, what is going on with your heart? I see your heart. God sees us. How is your heart? Now, I want to do a quick song. I decided you've been sitting down for too long. And uh, there's a number of children I know here who love a good action song. Now, I've tried this song at home, and it's much quicker on, the, on my uh, phone than it is that I can actually do the actions for. So I'm going to need your help because this is a total Libby's making a fool of herself moment, but I really don't care because I guarantee this song will be in your head all day because the main line is man looks at the outside, but God looks at the heart on repeat. Okay. So the actions, are you ready? Are you paying attention? Everybody. Okay. Man looks on the outside But God looks at the heart. Okay, like 10 times quicker than that, okay, (laughs) when we actually play it. We'll do it again. Man looks on the outside, but God looks at the heart. Can you all do that? The verses, there's only two verses. It says, you might think you're strong and tall. You have to stand on your tiptoes to be even taller than you already are. You might think you're weak and small. You can do that however you like. Um, It makes no difference anyway, because what's in the Bible, because this is what the Bible says, man looks on the outside, God looks at the heart. Man looks on the outside, God looks at the heart. This is going to be hilarious when we actually play it. The second verse is, you might think you're scared and can't go on. God can help make you strong. It doesn't matter how you feel. It's what's inside that counts for real. Okay. This is going to be really funny. Okay, so why don't you stand up. Um, if you don't mind putting a mask on if you're going to sing, if you're just going to do the actions, because it might be that you can't do both at the same time. <laughs> so we have got the words on Easy Worship. Oh, he can't do both at once. The words will come in a minute. It will be pretty obvious, I think. We, <laughs> we might not be able to keep up anyway. You can You turn it really loud. Oh no. no. That that got your blood pumping a bit, didn't it? I told you it was a bit quicker. Um, But I guess you'll remember for the rest of the day. Man looks on the outside, but God looks at our hearts. How is your heart this morning? Will you live wholeheartedly for Jesus? You know, are you up for the adventure of seeing the kingdom of God come as it is in heaven, in our lives right now, in Chelmsford, Ongar, Witton, Braintree, Malden, God's kingdom coming in heaven as it is on earth. I feel really excited because I know that God has great things in store and all we need to do is say yes to him to engage our head, to engage our hearts and to engage our hands. Why don't you stand and we'll pray. The Holy Spirit is here already and he loves it that we are gathered and we just say, Holy Spirit, increase your presence. We thank you that you're here. And God, we thank you that you see our hearts and you know exactly what is going on. Lord, thank you that you know whether our hearts are crusty and broken or full of love and joy and excitement or somewhere in between. And Holy Spirit, I just ask you to draw close. More of you, Holy Spirit. So in worship at the end, I just felt like God said one foot in front of the other. And I think that was for, um, not just for me, I think that was for other people in the room. You know, he, his footsteps are in front of us. We just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other, following his steps. And Lord, for anybody here that needs to know that, that you are guiding us. that we just need to keep putting one foot in front of the other, following your way. Will you seal that in our hearts this morning, God?